This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. You say that was gnarly. <laughs> Do not try to escape. You are in my control. Look at me. I am the sum of all egos. Look carefully. My power infests all times, all galaxies, all dimensions. But many still seek me out. And we are back once again. Here we go with this was Rad Podcast. Coming at you again uh, from, uh, I don't know, a rainy bunker day? I don't know. It, how, how was it in the uh, the, the western bunker? Uh, it's 90 one, degrees out and sunny. Ah, oh, yeah. You son of a bitch. Probably going to go swimming. Oh, you. After this. Oh, I hate you. You've so. got golf clubs that you can't use. Or maybe, or maybe <laughs> I'll hang <laughs> yeah, out yeah, the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. I haven't decided. I, I bought brand new golf clubs I can't use. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Bummer, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. I want to go visit the Western Bunkers. I, I, I would too. Yeah, maybe. Someday. No, just like drop me off and then never come back for me. That, yeah, no. No, I don't think so. Why? Um, I don't know. Not his bunker. Any bunker out there. No, 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 no. We can't just leave that open to, to generalities, Okay. Yeah, all of a sudden, some guy, some teacher from Tennessee is going to take you and... He's not in a western bunker. He, he was when they found him. He's in an eastern bunker. Duh. Southeastern. Heavy Metal. That's the yeah, movie we that's did. that's what we covered. Heavy Metal. We did. We did. We keep having these awkward openings. That's anyway. Okay. Um, Try watching this movie. Yeah, yo, this movie is so, so very awkward to watch. Um, uh, Greg... Yes. Uh, things, uh, I'm going to start off with uh, what do I remember about this movie. Um, I remember uh, specifically the um, the two stoner guys in the uh, Smiley Face spaceship. Uh, okay. Yep. I always yep. kind of remember those uh, for for no particular reason. It just, um, I always kind of liked that spaceship. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, he wish he was in that spaceship. Um, I... I kind of remembered um, the beginning. I didn't so much remember um, the space guy landing as much as the house with the girl in it. Okay, um, that's yeah. kind of prevalent through the through the theme of the movie. Um, yeah, I remember this movie. I think I watched it probably when I was a little older, probably like fourteen or fifteen. Um, with a yeah, friend of mine. I, I think that's kind of the target audience that this was really going for. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. So I mean. So not five-year-olds? Yes, yeah, so I didn't really watch it in the 80s. I, I'll tell you what I didn't remember about this movie. The uh, the the hours of nudity in this there movie. There was so much nudity <laughs> in this we movie. Got, we got, I almost wish I was a lesbian so I could fully appreciate this movie. So, so we There's got, so much nudity not only nudity there's a good amount of straight up sex in this film well like like i remember this was an adult movie i remember there was some cursing and some adult themes and i'm like i, I know there's gonna be at least some nudity I, I remember there was at least one one piece of nudity and then it's just prevail as what i'm not kidding there are just points where on my notes it goes something something happened more boobs Something, 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 there's something, something. So more many. boobs. So, I, I remember <laughs> I, there being a lot in this movie, and there was so much more than I actually I'm remember. not going to lie. I got boring without the boobs. <laughs> you know, Willow, you're kind of not wrong. It's very odd that you can chart how good a story is by the amount of boobs in it, but this one kind of holds true. We we got to one of the segments. We'll get to it later on. <laughs> it was like seven minutes in, and Willow just goes... I kind of wish there were boobs. <laughs> like, at least, at least they were making the movie interesting. Um, uh, yeah, but yes. Yeah, uh, so Oof. I did not remember that. So that was a very fun experience. Thankfully, my wife was nowhere even in the town we live in at the time we yeah, were watching this. Probably for the best. So, uh, Greg, what I did can uh, FaceTime her next time we watch it? <laughs> uh, Greg, I assume that you remember more of this movie. 
Yeah, uh, this this movie uh, was you know Im- important for me. Um, I remember I remember most of the um, what are they, like the segments of this movie and how you know it's all tied together with that orb thing. Yep. But I mean the big ones that I think I and most everyone else remembers if you've seen it are the last one with the girl warrior who never talks. That's like the big one that everybody remembers. Um, and maybe the uh, the first one, the the detective story, not detective. It's like the the noirish, yeah, 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 story. Yeah. Um, those are probably the ones. The first and the last ones are kind of the ones everybody remembers. Um, and I always remember the like the Scooby Doo one in the middle where they're just running around on the space station. Oh yeah, yeah, with the yeah. Um, whatever his name. It we'll get to it there. Yeah, those ones. So uh, those those are the ones that I probably remember the most. Okay. Um, I would say I actually remember more about the South Park episode they did. You see that one? <laughs> yes. Yes. With the with the, the, the cheesing. With yes. The, with the cats. Yeah. That's I, I probably remember more about that episode than I did about this film. Oh, okay. Which we will link to on our Facebook page because if you haven't seen that episode and you know anything about heavy metal, I mean it's a great episode regardless, but if you've seen the movie, it's like really funny. Okay, uh Willow. Now <sighs> Boobs aside, what, what when well, I she she she'd never seen this movie no, no before no, no. obviously really I thought it was my favorite <laughs> I watch it three times a day Dad Willow if you give a real favorable review of this movie I am probably going to blow my brains out that's like that's insanity well let's I'm wait till the really end for that one but, what did but you what did you yeah, what did you expect, expect of this movie when when we said heavy metal some rocker people. Like, what, did you just expect it to be, like, a concert movie? Yeah. Like, you know, like, heavy metal music? Yeah. Like that. Just like oh, a concert, okay. and there's, like, a story around that. Oh! Were you, you bummed mean... out that there was, like, no heavy metal music <laughs> in a movie called Heavy Metal? No. There's, like, two songs that I think are heavy metal in this That's soundtrack. not why I was disappointed. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, I, I, I just thought that might be, you know, another log on the fire of disappointment, maybe. Potentially. It's just a bonfire, tire fires. Tire, a tire fire. All right, fair <laughs> okay, enough. Okay, let's let's wait till we get to the end. Willow, please stop. Can I switch my circle so it like, no. looks nice? Listen, it's cool. I made it a perfect circle. Oh my gosh. Do you want to go sit through the movie again? It's like hurting a cat sometimes. So anyway, this this movie is actually made up of multiple different animated segments. Yes. Uh, several of which are taken from the actual issues of the magazine, Heavy Metal. Yeah, now Willow... Uh, some of them are brand new and, and weren't related at all. Uh, they're all kind of written and drawn by different people. But one name that pops up that most people are familiar with, uh, even are familiar with his work, even if they don't know him, is Dan O'Bannon. Did a couple of the segments here. Dan O'Bannon wrote Alien. Also right, that's co-wrote my friend's Total last Recall. name. So he's a he's a heavy hitter when it comes to being a writer and stuff. He worked with John Carpenter when they were film students and stuff. So. Okay. Cool. Anyway, um, I was very uh, amused to see that the orchestra music was done by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. <laughs> so, really? Yes. Oh, jeez. I did not Very get interesting. And um, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but like the, the soundtrack to this is, is a pretty popular soundtrack. There are segments, and the segments in this movie are not long. They're like 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes if they're really long. Some of them are even shorter. When they use music from the soundtrack, they blow through them in like like every other minute. There's like, and another track, and another track, and another track. And then they'll have segments that are nothing but orchestral music. It's really weird. Yeah, I I, I mean, I'm kind of with you when I, I mean, so... Interesting. So, Willow, I don't know if I had explained this to you or not, but... No. Okay, then. Uh, I'll finish my thought, and then you can say that again. Uh, Heavy Metal is actually a magazine. It was a, is a comic book. Gregory brought that up earlier. Okay. So I was not surprised that there wasn't 100% Heavy Metal. I kind of knew that already, and I kind of remember that from being a kid, too, That uh, when I watched it, is that it wasn't all Heavy Metal. I did think that there was a heavy metal band at some point on this soundtrack. I mean, I I think... I mean, I know they have, like, Journey and... Uh, yep. What's-his-face from uh, Van Halen? There's Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar's on there, too. But, yeah. like, 
they really don't have like a real 80s metal, but I almost wonder if that's because 80s metal kind of started, even 70s kind of started. Yeah. This movie kind of came out before it hit early. big. When you, when you think of the heavy hitters of 80 metal, 80s metal, they're breaking years after this. Yeah. You know? I mean, you would have maybe had like, um, like Black Sabbath or. Correct. Which, which they do. They have, they have Dio led Black Sabbath on here. Yep. Um, and who was it? Um, I can't, I can't think of the name of the band. Rob Pulsford there. Um, I don't think they're in the movie, but I can't remember what they are. Judas Priest? Judas Priest, yeah. Oh, okay. But that's who I was, that's who I, I would expect to be on the soundtrack, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And it's not. So, it, it was kind of really, weird. I, I think if this movie had come out in like 86, 87, it would be Iron Maiden. Megadeth. Judas and, Priest. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It would be, it would be all those guys. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think it would have been. Wasp I, would I, be on there. I think it would have been good for it. You know, Van Halen would have been on there. You know, all the, all the big ones would have been yeah. on there. So instead, um, it is now. It's directed by Ivan Reitman, correct? Um, who Ghostbusters fame, correct? A um, bunch of other Kindergarten things. Cop fame. Yep. Um, I did not know that he was associated with this, so that was interesting. Yeah, I don't think anyone should have been. Well, somebody had to make it, dear. Did they really? Yeah, they did. Well, well not only that, this no, movie. I don't know if they had to. I guess that's. I guess that's the wrong way to say it. I don't know if they had to make it, but if they wanted to. Somebody would then have to direct it. This movie got a sequel, Willow, called Heavy Metal 2000. Why? <laughs> oh, that's a good question, because Heavy Metal 2000 is terrible. Oh, that it was terrible. It is not good. Um, so, yeah, we just open in space. Yeah. And we have what you would see is the classic traditional space shuttle, uh, some sort of open-topped Corvette with an astronaut in it. And whoa, does this animation look crap. Well, it's so bad. So... so Two things. First of all, I immediately thought Maybe of... of third grade book cover art. <laughs> Done. Willow, please, come on. You complain about how long this takes. Like, come on, kid. I, I said, I think you immediately dove into something. Like... It's funny well, now. I thought you were like leaving it on for me to finish. <laughs> no. I was not. At no point do I ever say, you know what I think, Greg? Willow will finish. I don't think that's ever happened. No, not once. Oh, no, it started happening. (laughs) Yes, 90 episodes in. We're just going to flip the format. Yep. So, I I thought of actually the, um, the Moon Man from MTV. Oh yeah, that's fair. Because that animation kind of fit, I thought. Um, I, I I thought that was kind of like in that same <laughs> yeah. vein. A agreed, bit. agreed. But m- the bigger question is, uh, what what kind of insurance do you think you get for for having a car in space? That's an excellent question. Well, uh, it better be good. Do you think Flo will cover that? I don't think Flo's covering that. <laughs> She's got her hands full with everything on Earth. I mean, how can you handle? You know, off-planet insurance. That just seems like uh, exactly. a Exactly. That's my point. Like, h- how do you handle, like... Guys, what happens if you commit a crime in space? Willow, I am very curious. There's a lot of space-oriented questions here, and I was I was curious how many of them you had. Like that is a great Like, Billy one. and Thomas went to space, and then Billy murdered Thomas, who would charge him? And on what grounds? I imagine you would have some sort of galactic federation set up to deal with crimes committed in space. Well, actually, if you watch the movie The Martian, um, it, he would be considered a pirate because it's open waters. Right. It's but unclaimed I mean, territory. In, but in, in like, just on Earth, if you're in international waters and you murder someone on a boat, yeah. you answer to someone. Someone. Yeah, somewhere. the captain. What? What if he is the a captain, captain that murdered the, the person? <laughs> no, if I'm the captain <laughs> of a boat. What if the captain murdered the person? And I bring... Oh, then Somebody he gets on board. Yeah. We get into a tussle because they think uh, the Fly remake is terrible, and you know he gets a harpoon through the head. Yeah, I answer to someone. That someone somewhere is going to convict me of murder. The captain? No, no, I am the <laughs> captain in this scenario. Oh, you're the captain. Yeah. You answer to yourself. Oh, <laughs> not guilty. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I'm the captain. The now. system works. <laughs> that's why you're the captain. All right. Okay. 
Okay. You, okay. There we go. It's good to be the captain. I'm, I'm only a podcast lawyer. I'm not an international crime lawyer. I have no idea. Uh, it's, yeah, exactly. See? I think that I think it holds water. <laughs> Pun intended. Zing! <laughs> so, this guy, he's in a Corvette or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he is driving. It, 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 it goes, re-entry, not a problem for this Corvette. Yep, yep. Goes down, and then suddenly it's animated like a regular piece. <laughs> <laughs> with like actual cells that are being animated and he is giving his daughter this green orb that he found no no hold on what as a parent can we both agree the kid's reaction is is a problem my dad's oh, home oh, from a long locks, day at work in, in door, space first first thing out of the mouth what did you bring what me did you daddy bring <laughs> Duh. Like, I don't know, honey. I, maybe Dad would like to have a, a stiff scotch and a paper and sit down for a minute. Well, also, gonna, where is your mother? She's going to regret she that died. because he's like, Disney well, I brought you this and it, it instantly kills him. <laughs> right. So there's going to be some therapy. We're going to have to unpack some of this later, I'm sure. Where, yeah. you know, not only were the last words to her father, what did you bring me? But the fact that he brought her anything at all went to his death. Right. It's like bringing home a, a, a. It's like bringing home like a, um, like a wild dog, and you're just like, "Oh, honey, I brought you a wild dog." Oh God, it's eating my face. Also, I think we can agree that that dad, uh, step up your game, dad. You don't buy gifts as you're like re-entering the atmosphere. <laughs> like maybe you buy a gift before you hit the uh, spaceport. Yeah, you know? right, right. Maybe a T-shirt next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, dad, what did you get me? I didn't get you anything. I didn't go to any. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> But you did. I didn't. Yes, you did. You went inside the house, and you went outside the house, and then you went back inside the house, and now here you are. Oh, I gave you air when I opened the door. <gasps> Gone. Where is it now? <laughs> I, I, I don't well, know. you don't get anything else, Willow, until he leaves and comes back. Right. Again. I haven't left again. Well, now I have to leave. Bye. You can leave anytime you want. Bye. No, anyway, um, don't okay. tell her that. Don't say that. Don't say that. You can't leave it. <laughs> no, you can't leave the podcast. No, you put, put your headphones back on. So anyway, anyway, this orb kills the dad and like doesn't kill the kid for some reason because like an old man it just wants to bore her to death with stories <laughs> yes yes so it begins to tell her like i am like all that is i'm the sum of all evil i am all super evil look at this story from my youth we have a clip let's roll it and then we <laughs> right, have the first right, story right it starts out like i am the ultimate evil i am all that is good all that will be destroy the universe. And this is my life. <laughs> yeah. Roll that uh, beautiful orb footage. And, and, it, and it does. It gets rolled. So, uh, yeah. And here and, we go. <laughs> and it starts out with uh, with a great... It, it, it is a good noir piece in, in how it's set yeah. up. It's 2031. Um, so, God, man. Another movie that just can't wait to tell us that there's going to be a Jaws 7. Yeah, I, you know, I wrote that down, too. I'm really so kind of... Yeah, this, really this not piece is called uh, Harry Canyon, uh, the, the main yes, uh, character's yes. name. And uh, it takes place in New York City, and it's like... This is a very specific version of the future that we saw a lot in the 80s. Yeah, the this sort dystopian, of, broken it's, it's down because, world. Because, because New York was a cesspool. They just assumed it was never going to change. Yeah. So you have... What is basically a never Giuliani New York because it's 20, what was it, 2030? 2031. Yeah. 20, oh, 31. 2030 was fine. 2031. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well I, I, no, I wrote that down just because I kind of, I, I, first I was, I knew, I knew this movie had like different segments, but a lot of the segments I remembered were always in, in the future. So I thought maybe this was all tied together. So I wrote the year down and then I realized, oh, it, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I suppose it doesn't. But so Harry Canyon, then he picks up a, a a fair who wants to go to the UN building. Oh, it's low rent housing. That's a good joke. But then the guy tries to rob Harry, and Harry's kind of doing this voiceover talking. But did you thing. notice he's got like a gun from like 1940? It's like a German like World War Two like Luger looking yeah, gun. Yeah. Well, I, it, it's it's the one his grandfather brought back. <laughs> His, his, like, great, 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 great grandfather. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it still works great. 
metal never breaks down over time. It's fine. Well, I'm sure he takes very good care of it, cleans it, and oils, oils it. it every night. Yep. Um, but the thing that got me, though, is we saw at the beginning the green orb melts the father, the, the spaceman father. Harry pushes a button, and he's got a yellow version in his back seat. Yeah, I was curious. Are is like an inf- is Who's like afraid an of the green one? Is this like an Infinity Gems? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> where, where the green one is this, the yellow one does this. Yes, and Very almost curious. to the point, almost to the point where I thought that was it, and it was yellow now instead of green. And you're like, "What? Well, who cares about the green orb? He's got a yellow one in his back." Right. Yeah. It literally it kills people in. Uh, not only does it kill them, it like there's no trace of them. They are they are no, they're, they're vaporized, gone, they're evaporated. Yep. In I don't what five seconds being generous. Probably close. So anyway, yeah, there's a, it's uh he's a cabbie, he's driving around, he kills that guy, then he goes to, is is he picking up a fair? No, he's just no, driving, he's just driving in, around. Like an art museum or whatever, right? Uh, he was just driving, he stopped the car because that guy died, instead of taking him to the okay, UN building. that's what it is. And then the girl runs out, whatever her name is. Um, I didn't even write her name down, so no, I have no idea. neither did I. Um, so, so she... Woman runs out and she's got a, a case with her and she jumps in the back seat and and she's like go 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 and Harry's like oh okay fine whatever yeah and there's like there's like clearly like mob related people like had shot her dad on the front steps and yeah, he just yeah takes yeah. off right so he decides well lady where is she you know he's like well what what are we gonna do and he turns around and this woman is instantly asleep so I can yeah, only she, assume she's like got narcolepsy or I, I wrote the exact same thing I said what is she a narcoleptic she's because she goes from oh my god my father's been killed in front of me please get me out of here please get me out of here what you know what now was a great time to nap <laughs> I mean that's a lot of stress I mean <laughs> is that what it is I'm just so oh I've got the vapors yeah yeah yes. 2031, big problem. Vapors (laughs) Vapors are her problem now. So they bring, uh, Harry brings this girl to the police station where the cops are like, hey, you know how this works. You want us to investigate anything. It's like $1,000 up front. And he goes, "Eh, yeah, maybe I'll just go home. Right. (laughs) Which he does. Well, just leave her out front. It just, because that is what's odd is that he brings her to the cops to take care of her, right? And then when she doesn't, and then when they're like, oh, it's going to cost you money, he's like, oh, okay, I'll take her home. And it's like, just dump her anywhere. You clearly don't care. You didn't Honestly, take her home so, in the first place. So he brings her back uh, to his place, and he, you know, is like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. You can just stay at my place. It's fine. Um, at this point, I think we've gone through, like, four different songs on the soundtrack, and it's wow. been, like, a five minutes into this segment. Um, and this is where we, we have our first uh, boob sighting. Not only boobs, we have full frontal nudity, which I had forgotten was in this film. Yes. Fake, I mean, full frontal drawn nudity. It's not like a real person shows up, like Roger Rabbit style. It's just weird. Yeah, which, by the way, I'm kind of glad because... (laughs) You're you're glad they didn't just randomly have actual women in an animated world? (laughs) That'd be a little weird, With the number of new... The amount of nudity in this movie, I'm glad there wasn't just a human actor that just walked on and, like, waved or anything (laughs) like that. I don't know, but... It's doing, doing some background nudity, guys. <laughs> no, no, no! I just picture like she takes off her clothes, and then and they're all like, "Oh, we can't show cartoon boobs because we're Canada, right?" <laughs> but what we'll do is we'll have an, a real naked woman just saunter across the screen and then wave at the people. Saunter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got to be a saunter. <laughs> Nothing. Just, not, no, just a no, casual. Hey, I don't everybody. want a sachet. I no, don't no, want no, no sacheting. <laughs> no, no, it's no. galloping. No, no nope. galloping. Not even a canter. Not, not <laughs> no, no skipping. No nothing. A saunter. <laughs> Straight saunter. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, we have uh, a sex scene that I forgot was in this film. Yeah, we found. And then he wakes up to the cops who have arrived, and suddenly the cops are real interested in this girl. It, it, it doesn't make sense. The girl is already gone. The cops show up to say, "Where's the girl?" He goes, "I don't know," and they leave. I, I kind of found it pointless. Um, this, you can tell, this was clearly supposed to be longer, and they chopped it way down. Because the story they're trying to tell is way too big for the time that they're that they're using. Yeah, this <laughs> there are a couple of these where I almost feel they could have done, like, three really good stories 
instead of like seven or eight kind of partials. This is yeah. one of the ones where I think it would have benefited from a full 20 minutes instead of like the six or seven that it gets. I, I, I agree 100%. So so basically, um, he he gets a message that says she's at the Statue of Liberty. That's where she's hiding out. Uh, people are tailing him. He has even more weapons in his cab because he has like a back laser that he can use to kill people. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, his his cab is a death machine. And and the other guy, he doesn't even like lose in a good way. He just drives into a bridge, not the side of the bridge, the top of the bridge. I feel like that's a really hard thing to do. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's just yeah, bad driving. It is. Well, so anyway, he the, fu- the the girl tells Harry, the girl look, again. the the mob boss, or whatever his name is, uh, will give me three hundred thousand chrono dollars. I don't know what the conversion rate is, but that sounds like a lot of Was it even that much? I felt like it was even less than that. No, but I love Harry instantly. He's like, I'll help you for 50%. (laughs) Whoa, Harry, that's a... Like well, is this like okay. a, is this like a classic negotiation? You ask for half, and they'll bargain you down. And this woman's just like, yeah, great, fifty. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. No, no, no. It's Harry's complete uh, blase attitude toward everything. Oh, yes. And I was gonna say it was early when when like he gets home and the girl wakes up and he starts talking to her. He's just like, yeah, you can sleep on the couch. He gets a beer and then just goes to bed. That's it. Right. No conversation. No. Have a good night. No nothing. Yeah. He's just like, I'm living on Harry's time. No, Harry never goes above, I would say, like a four right. out of like ten. Just nothing shakes this guy. So they give the orb to the mob boss, who immediately opens it, touches it, and dies. Yep. Good for uh, him. Then uh, he's like, hey, we did it. Uh, let's get out of here. And the girl's like, nah, I think I'll just kill you, Harry, and pulls out a gun. Harry, of course, uses the laser in the back of his cab to kill her. He's got 300,000 chrono bucks, so Harry made out okay. Well, I guess. I mean, why did she sit in the back seat? She's not a fair anymore. <laughs> Great question. Just, Maybe it's just a habit. I, I guess. Know. I don't know. And so uh, we go back to the orb with the girl. Um, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on each one of those, because basically every time you go back to the, the girl who just is her mouth agape. I mean, her mouth was so dry. One expression on that girl, and it's mouth open terror. That's <laughs> The it. whole time. Her mouth must be so dry. <laughs> just, just so now we, uh, he. So basically, the orb is just like, "Did you like that story? Here's another story." <laughs> like oh that's basically gosh. every time. It's just yeah. get down going, her going, throat. Going. Um, right, right, Will. <laughs> right, like, do you like my story? Well, I thought it was a little boring. What did you say? I love your story. I love your story. I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, so anyway. It's like it's like when you work at GameStop and there's that one guy who just comes in and talks to you all the time and you can't tell him to leave because he's technically a customer, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The orb just has a captive audience I, and by gum, <gasps> now, see, she's listening no, to every story. No, it's the cashier that always has the story because you don't have to stay yes, there and listen to him I was just to about to say that, well, for me, it's the opposite because I've never worked at GameStop, but when I go in there, it's like, God, can I, can I just... Buy but the this game. toy is so cool. I tried it out last week I know, with my I friend. I know, I know. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> like, it had so many cool features. No, I know. You and that sounds terrific. I have my, we don't have I have my gamer right card. Now, but you, you have want me to, to look at it. You want me to just give my, <laughs> my gamer card? You just have to. I don't have it in stock, but I'll get. I'll run no, home and go just, get it. And that's fantastic. I'll be paying with cash. Did you? I'll want... go home and get okay, it. Okay, but uh, do I get the discount nope, for trading okay, in? I'll be right back. Just I traded in the two. Can you help me? <laughs> Hi. Okay, I'm back. Okay, so I got it. Do you want to see this? It's a really no, cool I feature. No, I don't. No, I want to play my game. <laughs> okay, sir, calm down. <laughs> and that's how it always goes to. It always turns into. Wow, did you see that guy? He was a real pain. Yeah. And then people wonder why we want to download all of our games and never have to go to a physical place oh, to buy right? them ever again. Right. Oh my God. I need well, a band aid. So, uh, so we have the next where I, I, I always forget uh, how many voices John Candy does in this movie. I know. Yeah, I he knew he was in the movie. I didn't realize he did ton. so many. Yeah, 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 I'm with you. Well, it's Ivan Reitman. He's, he's he's one of the cops in the last one we just talked about. Yep. He's the main character in this one. He's a robot in one of the other ones. Yep. He, he, he's, he does a lot. But yeah, well, it, it's a Canadian movie, so it's a lot of SCTV people. That's what I was about to say. Harold right? Ramis it's, is in this. Yep. Eugene Levy is in this. A lot of, lot of SCTV. Yeah. 
So he, I ended up calling him the dork because I never really got his name. His name, and this, okay, and this is funny because it's, it's what happens at the end. His name is Den, D-E-N. Oh, now, like Dennis, that's, maybe? That, well, yeah, I guess. And and he is a recurring character in the heavy metal magazines. He pops up a lot. He's like oh, okay. adventures. He's kind of like Conan to them. Like, he's he comes all the time. Oh, okay, okay. So, he, so this I, is like an origin story for appeared, him, then? I think he appeared in the very first issue of Heavy Metal, actually. Oh, okay. I might be wrong. Okay. Yeah, I, see, I don't know. I, I read the magazine a couple times. I never really got into it. Again, it, it, it was kind of fading out by the time I got into that kind of stuff anyway. Okay. So um, I wasn't big the into orb. it. What? Orwin the Orb. Orwin the Orb? Yeah. So the green like orb's Orwin, name. but Orwin. So the no, orb's Orwin, name is Orwin. 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 We never I, get a I, name from that one. We were... He's Orwin. Call it Orwin, yeah. Or Orwin or Orbwin. So how come Orbwin? John Candy, Orwin. Or, John Candy's character like Arwen, is, is like a nerd, and the the orb falls from space. He picks up the orb, no problem. Yep, and like puts it on his shelf. How? How come he's not melting immediately? What? Well, I think... I guess he's picking and choosing on who he wants to well, melt. I think that's kind of what the orb was trying to put through. At least this particular story is that. Because, I mean, how else would it get around space all the time, right? I guess that's true. Just, you know, willy-nilly kills everybody. Right. So I think that's kind of what the implication was. But what's funny is he, in the opening, he goes, some people revere, revere me as, an, as a devil, some revere me as a god. And yet, throughout this whole story, nobody knows how he got to be who he is. How is no. he made? He, Den is, he is the god. That's yeah, the orb. Yeah, he really, he really is. Oh, yeah. So, so anyway. So basically... Uh, John Candy, he plays a nerd, and he's experimenting with electricity. Uh, he has, like, this setup where he's got, like, a lightning rod, and he's trying to do, like, an arc Okay, thing. you not Ben Franklin. We're good. <laughs> and the lightning strikes it, and somehow somehow the lightning and, like, the like the orb for, like, every story after this are, like, connected. And I don't, I don't get why. But anyway, the lightning does the arc between the two pieces of metal and it somehow hits the orb and it just rips open like this portal. Yeah. And they everything gets sucked in and when uh the nerd wakes up, he's suddenly like this Conan like you know, he's just like 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 a mountain of a man, you know Yes, yes he goes he says specifically everything is so huge. A mountain yeah. of a man. <laughs> and Willow just goes Everything <laughs> And I went You, you think do you I went, think that's the one thing that stayed the same size? That's why he's no, so angry? No, Because I'm sitting there and she goes, everything? And I'm like, uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> well, thankfully, he actually says, because he shows up naked, he immediately grabs, like, a flag or whatever and makes, like, a loincloth out of it. He specifically is like, well, I don't want to be seen like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this, oh, my God. So not only... Is this about a kid who becomes a a man who then saves a princess and all that? This story felt like it was written by two 13-year-olds in a basement. I agree 100%. Because what happens, the first thing, he he, he drops him at a temple where there is a completely nude woman with like a weird like headdress thing. And they're about to kill another w- naked woman, <laughs> like like as like a sacrifice. Yeah. So they throw her into this pool, and uh, Den jumps off, you know, like a sixty foot like dive into this pool. Don't ask me how the physics of that work. Yeah, grabs this woman and does the thing I cannot stand in movies. He just begins to swim underwater, finds a tunnel, and is just like, "Yep, I'm fine with this." And just keeps going through the tunnel. You don't know where that tunnel goes. It's going to be a 50-mile-long underwater tunnel. You do, this, That's just very stupid. Well, and he does it anyway. And luckily, you know, it's, oh, it was only like 25 feet. Well, you know now what, I'm in a different area and I'm fine. No, you know what, though, no, Greg? That's the hole in your theory. Every single movie they do it, guess what? It always works out. So they've just all watched movies where they've done it. You know what? Maybe the egg's on my face, and there's actually like laws that water pipes cannot go more than yes, twenty five feet. Underwater, no, underwater caves. Are Wait, yes. did he just say he's gonna put an egg on his face? Because I want to see that. No, egg on your face is it's it's an expression, Willow. Uh, Aww, uh, I guess sure. I need to change it up. Yes, well, yes, Greg. I absolutely believe in the universal um, building plant 
uh, building plan, uh, it is required by law that if any planet anywhere constructs an underwater tunnel, it must, in fact, have an opening on the other side. You know, I have a lot to say about the construction and building codes in this specific piece because they are very poorly laid out. Yes. We're going we're gonna to talk about this later. So anyway. Later. Um, <laughs> yes. So the girl wakes up and uh, and we've got, and she's like, whoa, I don't have any way to thank you except uh, one way. And I did whoa. like this scene because he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> right. And then right. other guys show up and he's like super angry. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And I thought is. that was really funny where he's like, "Yeah, oh man, I got blocked by these like random ape people." Yeah, well, but hold on, her her only exchange, you know, I I only deal in sex. Yeah, no, literally, not even a thank you, not a handshake, just, not I like, swear, "Hey, just, I owe you one." It just, nope, it just took. <laughs> yeah, so so then she doesn't have any money or anything, so she has to like do him. And then it's, <laughs> it's, uh, Paul, I think we all know this is how women work. They're like vending machines and you do enough good deeds and they have to do. Oh, I thought you were going to say money sex. for services, but you know. Yeah. Well, well, it's exchange of goods or services and that's, that's you what don't, it is. I mean, Paul, I know you don't go around doing nice things for women on the internet, but they're required by I don't law know, to send you a, they're, they're required to send you by law a punch card. And, oh, and when you do your tenth good deed, you finally get sex. That's that's the law, right? Uh, is that the is that the White Knight rewards card? I I believe it is. Yeah, I believe that is literally how things work. Okay, the White Knight rewards card. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look look into it. I I heard uh, I one person almost. There's got to be a subreddit for that, right? <laughs> Oh, I didn't think about angering the Reddit people. <laughs> Maybe we cut this bit. It's not very funny. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. Uh, anger the Reddits. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't. I don't think we need to. No. Okay. I'm on Reddit. I love them. I, I, I just say I'm also on Reddit, so I guess. But, but whatever. Anyway, uh, anyway, the dark uh, goes. There's another princess or queen, Ard. I love how the people get angry because she's like, no, 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 I'll take that one for myself. And, and and the ape guys are just like, son of a bitch. They always, always, she's always taking them <laughs> yeah, and no, doing them. Yeah, no, super mad. But you're, you're, you're jumping ahead a tiny bit. It's okay. We, we got a lot it's, of movie to go. All, all, all that happens yeah, is do. they get kidnapped and Dan is forced to go kill this queen. That's, that's it. So, and the queen is all like, hey, let's go have more sex because this is heavy metal and we haven't had nudity in a good 10 minutes. Right. So we need some more. 10 minutes, probably more like two minutes but anyway now this is where you have very bad planning so the queen gets mad because guys bust in and they're like the the uh what the hell do they call it the lochnar they're like the lochnar is gone which is the orb and yeah. and she's like i'm gonna kill you myself uh you know Dan. and he's just like or i can jump off this balcony into this pool you have that's really conveniently located right so, so i'm like maybe you don't put pools near the balconies so that your prisoners can just jump to their safety whenever they need to. Just a thought. Yeah, it's possible. Poor design. On whose I mean, part, could have been Could have been a bed of spikes. Yeah. That um, would have stopped him. So he gets away, and then she's just topless riding on a bug, yeah, uh, flying like you after do. him. Right? What, that's not your daily life, Dad? Uh, no. Now, first of all, um, <laughs> there are no bugs large enough to ride on. Um, second, Thankfully, I because that to would keep be my shirt terrifying. on. Yes. Are you sure? Um, so anyway, anyway, he uh, the he gets back to the guy who sent him on the mission. Yeah, he is in the process of sacrificing that girl. Then the queen shows up, and it's just like this big melee where literally every person that we've seen so far in this short is now fighting everybody. Yes. Whoa. And then and, and, and so at the end, the queen and uh, I think the guy's name is Ard. Um, oh the oh like the the the, the effeminate. Yeah. Ruler who... Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy, yeah. Uh, they both die, um, and then somebody... Come, I, I forget who... Again, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, but at it some point... Matter. At some point, someone just walks up to Den at the very end and goes, well, you you can stick around and, and be their god. And then the, the camera pans to all these just disheveled, awful people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, you could, you could rule the masses of, 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 of unwanted... Or you could take that hot chick on a bug and fly off into space. He made the right move. Right? You take, you, you, take the, you take the hot chick and fly off into space. Right. 
But but it, it's funny you said what his name was because he's like, oh, why do that? I thought he said I'm dead, but he said I'm Den. Okay. So okay. I was like, he's like, I'm dead, and I was like, that that's a weird sentence to end on. I don't understand I don't know. this. And then but he anyway. woke up, and then he wakes up in study hall and realizes it's all a dream. Well, I mean, if if, if this had gone one scene further, yes, that's what happens. Yeah. It's, no, he comes to in the hospital because he's been uh, beat up by bullets. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, okay. That's, the, old, that's... the Dorothy. <laughs> yes, exactly. I had a dream, but none of you were there. It was There's just a really lot of boobs. <laughs> and, and boobs were there. And boobs were there. And, and there was a naked boobs? lady. And your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's been imagining the nurses. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yours? No, not yours. Ew, no. Yeah. And yours? Not you. You, get out of here. You, you, you. And your boobs And then there? you and see all the nurses there? pull their coats over. <laughs> yeah, and then... <laughs> and then all the nurses go, I'm not going back in that room. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. no um, I, 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 uh, I, I do find it hilarious that I would say the average cup size in this is like 40? Double F. <laughs> Stupidly <laughs> gigantic. We can blow through this next one because there's nothing to say. It's a guy is on trial. Another guy hulks out and they just chase each other for the entire segment. It, that's it. Cool. it there's nothing to I, talk I, about here. The only thing that... Uh, the only thing that was interesting is I I I did find Stern funny. Um, oh no, he yeah he's I mean, he's oh, hilarious. You mean, you mean space? You, whoa, 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 you mean space Gaston? Yes, yes. Okay, good. With, he's just Gaston. he has these he's done these horrible <laughs> terrible things. My favorite was the preschooler prostitute ring. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I I did like that he sold drugs dressed as a nun or something. Yes, I'm like, yeah. Drugs wasn't enough. <laughs> the nun costume. What? To which, I want to know. That's what really it. sells it. To which I'm just like, you know what? Stern's a pretty horrible guy, but man, he is living it to its fullest. Like Space Gaston does not care. No, he does whatever it, what, Space well, Gaston Greg, wants. Well, Greg, he's got an angle. He's got, he says it multiple times. And that lawyer has no concept of what he's talking about. No, I do so like good. that when they bring the schlubby guy in. To uh to swear, they yeah. give him the space Bible. He puts his hand on space Bible. He does. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he basically the orb makes the 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 schlub who's going to take the fall for him or whatever Hulk out, and they just chase each other throughout the whole space station to a cheap trick playing yes. in the background. Fantastic. Uh, now the next one is one that I, I mean I don't know if you have anything. I don't I, know why I thought we were done. I kind of <laughs> didn't care for this next one. It's the one when the he B, goes the 1940s. Um, the you B know, the B seventeen yeah, uh, bomber yeah, with the, everything becomes it's, zombies. It's filler, and this is what this is what I'm talking about. Like you could have cut this one and added a couple minutes to the first and and maybe um, the next one that's I, coming out. I like this story. It's it's short and it's quick and it's kind of a classic scary story where there's like morality doesn't even enter into it. It's just bad things happening to people. I agree though. In in light of the other stories that are in here that could use more time, you, it should have been cut. I think what it was is because it's based on the magazine. I I know you said you weren't sure if they were all from the magazine. I kind of get that they were all from the magazine. And at some point, this was like one of their more popular ones, so they animated it. That's what I felt. Like yeah, so I kind of felt like they just put it in there as fan service, and not necessarily yeah, I, it fit. I, I can't confirm that it was in any of the stories, but I mean, Heavy Metal as as a magazine would have stories that spanned multi issues, and it would also have stories like this where if they're in comic book form, that story would have been like three or four pages long. You know, like like they have these quick little one off. Yeah, stories mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. it's kind of like that, but I would have much rather have seen whatever time was devoted to this, like devoted to like Harry Canyon. Yeah, to stretch yeah. him out. I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. So the next so, one, is- yeah, all, all all that happens in this is a B seventeen bomber's crew turns into a zombie. All turned into zombies. He jumps out. He lands on an island that conveniently is also full of downed planes and zombies. Yeah. Whoa. That's it. Yeah. What a twist. So uh, the next one. We we go to uh, there's a guy arriving at the Pentagon. Um, there's been reports that aliens have been spotted, and the guy is like uh, the guy that arrives is trying to say no, there isn't there isn't any uh, at all. A smiley face spaceship arrives 
which I always like. I don't know for some reason I always kind of like this particular uh, segment. Yeah, yeah, it's but called wh- uh, "So Beautiful and So Dangerous" is the name of it. But but why why does the spaceship suck up the Pentagon? Because the two aliens flying it kind of seem like they don't care. They're oh because the that guy who's telling them all the stuff is an android. He's not a person, and they're collecting their android. Oh, okay. I, I, that's why. I didn't get that at all. I, I realized he was an android later on, but I never got that that's why they specifically went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went there to, to, to collect the android. Okay. Seems legit. Because he was, he was like, he's like trying to, I guess, convince everyone that there's no aliens. Yeah, no, like, I got like that. Like the aliens yeah. put him there to convince everyone that there's no aliens. And then showed up and ripped him out of the building, so now they can Yeah, it seems kind of counterproductive, I agree. Well, then again, they're stoners, so. Oh, big Fantastic. time. So... They accidentally suck up a woman as well. Yes. Yeah. And they go back. To, and there's really again, this is one of the stories that I think you could cut. There's nothing to it. They they suck up the guy. The woman shows up. Yep. The robot decides he wants to like, you know, have sex with this woman, and then they they wind up agreeing to getting married. Well, uh, and the the stoner uh, pilots uh, land badly in a space station, and that's it. There's nothing. I I think this was supposed to be after that uh, after the zombies. This was supposed to be like a palate cleanser. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's like lighthearted and silly. Yeah. I, I did like that they um, the uh, Starship Enterprise goes past them at one yes, point. I yeah, thought yeah. that was pretty funny. Um, I actually liked the robot in uh, just from the couple scenes with him because the robot immediately hits on. The girl oh, immediately, right? And I like the other two aliens. They're just like, "Why does he always get the girl?" Like, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty like I don't know because he's got charisma and panache. And yeah, he said panache. So probably because we didn't see the last like twenty that were like no, and this was just twenty one that finally said yes. Right, like, right. You know, nothing um, ventured, nothing gained, guys. So gotta... I, I th- that part of that scene I kind of liked. Um, I I'll be honest, rewatching it. I can't fathom why I thought this was funny or interesting other than yeah, that. Yeah, it, it has not aged well. No. So, no. yeah, he proposes marriage. Um, we see space drugs. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, um, that come out of vacuums. Yeah, it, it seems very vacuums. convoluted. Like, why does it have to go on the floor? Why can't they just sniff it out of the bag? <laughs> <laughs> right, I right. I, I mean, they know. have giant noses. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so... On to the last story. Which is a very where long they story. clearly spent all of their money, because it is <sighs> easily the best animated one. And that's saying something, because there's even parts of this that aren't very well animated. No, no. But no. but you, you can tell, I'm convinced, and maybe this is true, they made this one first. And they're like, all right, how much money do we have left over? <laughs> Not a lot. I, oh, kind, I kind of agree with you. I feel <laughs> like this was their first one. Everything else kind of came second. To, uh, I would say, I would say the dork one was very well done. Yeah, um, yeah. Even you know what? Even the last one we just talked about, so beautiful, so dangerous. Even that was pretty well animated. It's animated very well, right? Um, but it, but there's no writing or anything in it. It's just very again. This one and like there are certain ones that just feel like six, like ten year olds telling stories. Right. Um, really? Yeah. So anyway, uh, it starts out with. Uh, what appears to be two groups of warring factions, but one of them has walked into a mutant goo. Yeah, it, so so again, it starts with the orb and it lands in a volcano, and just like a whole bunch of people. Dino ages. Like, hey, let's go check that out. <laughs> right, let's go. And it immediately erupts and covers them in goo, and they become like mutants. Right, but it, and they're just like, but well, not just regular mutants. They're like all of a sudden very angry. <laughs> right, right, because they're all just like, well, this is our life now. Let's go kill everyone. Yeah. Hey, we look like this. Let's murder everyone who doesn't look like this. Like, really? I mean, that was like five seconds. You figured you came up with this. <laughs> Just right. Maybe, maybe, maybe discuss what happened. Have an idea. Although and everyone I guess immediately elects the one guy who has the robot hand as their leader. They're just like, yeah, no, do, do what that guy says. I don't He's think they the elected him. I just think he had a cool robot hand. They were like, ah, well, probably. Gotta I jump gotta on admit, that. It's a pretty cool. It's a robot <laughs> hand. jump on that, rad. right? You know he's going to strangle everybody with that thing if we don't get on board. Not only that, he can, like, he's got, like, different attachments for it. Like, oh, it's yeah. Like, a cool spinny blade on it. Like, you could chop up a salad with that thing in, like, three seconds flat. No, he's like a, he's like a blender. A salad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you know you that there's things that you can dry like your salad? like a salad, like, spinner? Yeah, it's a salad spinner. 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 Spinner? Yeah, it's spinner. Well, because I didn't just say that. Cuisinart. Yeah. It's like a Cuisinart. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, well. So... 
So anyway, uh, uh, everyone's super angry. Mob rules by Black Sabbath kicks in. Yep. And uh, we just have lots of death and destruction. The mutants are just killing everybody. Yeah. Um, Chamber Boy. Where's his pants? Oh, little. You mean Lil Lex Luthor? <laughs> where's, where's his pants? Where is... Uh, I don't know what the fashion sense here is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume it is. It is either poor or so amazing. I can't fathom it. It's like on a different plane of existence. So weird. Um, but anyway, so they okay. So the 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 mutants go and attack the main city, and the main city. the The leader there is like we have to call the last of the whatever the 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 the, the tar. The... Tarians or something? Taburger? Torians. Yeah, it's... Oh, Torians, I like that. Yeah, the Torians. It's not, but yeah, it might as well be. The Tauntauns. We have to summon the Tauntauns. We have to call the last Tauntauns. Yes, well, Greg, we have to summon the Tatas. That makes a lot of sense because that's, that's exactly actually, what they that's do. That's actually very good, Willow. We have to, which, by the way, I admit it's been up until the scene. I was it had been a little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, they're like, they're like, we have to summon. They're like, oh no, those people are all dead. And they're like, no, there is like one. Dead. We have to summon the last of the Tatas. <laughs> and, and they're like, but what if they don't want to show up? And they're like, well, once you summon them, they have to show up. So I guess shame. I guess he had, he had filled out his punch card, <laughs> right? So right. He's like, no, 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 no. no. Have to. Right, right. It's, it's he's here. <laughs> yeah, look, I've got my punch card. Look at all these smiley faces on this on this stamp card. There's ten of them. He just, he just <laughs> has to come. This so, is the last one for me, guys. Look. So, so although at this point, they, it's kind of like having a Best Buy rewards card. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. They have to honor it. It has to. This is the state of Rhode Island. They never expire here. <laughs> um. So, so, um, and then we have a, a woman flying on a pterodactyl. Yes, lands yes. in a and, temple. Oh my God. Guys, we get it. <laughs> flying. It looks cool. We did not need Wait. 10 minutes of flying. Oh, Didn't oh we? flying is How the problem. About one scene of flying. And then and then they're like, you know what else people love? Swimming. <laughs> so we have a really long 10 shot minutes of swimming. swimming later. Wait. Wait, guys. <laughs> we're not done. You know what else people love? 45 minutes of a woman putting on three strips of clothing. Now, now, I always complain about this. It's it's the classic debate, female armor versus male armor. Yes, yes. Okay, that's not armor, that's fetish gear. You're not fooling this guy. Not only that, <sighs> it's it strips of clothes. Why did it take 40 minutes? <laughs> Is she oh. incompetent? Was she reading an instruction manual? <laughs> she's wearing what I Full think would those strings, yeah, you be have called... to. <laughs> she's, she's wearing what I think would generously be called a bikini. Uh, <laughs> sure. A shoulder plate of some kind. And boots with, no lie, about four-inch heels. You know, I like, like all great warriors. Don't get me wrong. She looks great. She definitely oh. looks, you know, but... But oh my god, the, the she's whole look. I, I she's probably so very popular at all the fetish balls that she goes to. I'm not arguing that. Yeah, but I I'm know. saying you need to run up a flight of stairs in four inch heels. Mm, nah, I don't think so. So and then she takes a, her sword and she goes uh, and gets now her bird. Okay, fl- I'm, I'm getting some weird Are you interference okay? here. Uh you you your screen fizzled oh, yeah, just, for a just, second, but okay. Trizzle. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you guys froze too. All right, we're back. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. So, so yeah. You after know that super and, long scene. Well, you know what's great about which, the end? which, of course, we failed to mention. Of course, had boobs in it. I mean, oh yes, like, yes without yes, saying, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, well, they what, summoned the Tatas. Right, they summoned the Tatas. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> now, now, what I love about this is at the end of it, I think I kind of feel like the filmmakers were giggling when they thought when they said, "Okay, okay, guys." So, so. 10 minutes of flying, 10 minutes of swimming, 40 minutes of clothes putting on. <laughs> then the bird flies across the water and picks her up. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, what the hell? Why didn't the bird just do that? So she she gets a sword that comes out of the yes, ground. Yeah, yeah. And she's ready to go. Well, she uh, calls the power so, of Grayskull. 
It's very She-Ra, He-Man esque. Yeah, yeah. She finds mutants at a bar. I just, uh, which decaps them almost immediately, now, and then after, waits a second and decaps another one. Now, after all yeah. that, did you expect a CD bar scene to happen? No, with with Devo playing <laughs> in <laughs> in said bar. No, I did not. It's like what? Where is the CD again? Thirteen year olds. Uh, it, no, it's 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 totally. You know what kids like? Star Wars. You know what they like? That cantina <laughs> right, scene. So Let's we need that. a cantina scene. <laughs> yeah. But instead of the arm, bro, oh, it's a Latina the scene. I'm like, what? <laughs> the Latina scene? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, hold on. What kind of Latinas? Is it? Are they like you know, like? Are they like you know? Oh, mamacita. Oh, you gonna come into my bar? The second one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Is it this game? <laughs> of course it is. Right, like right, Greg. Of course it would be. Of course it is. <laughs> So yeah, this 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 uh this this woman warrior or whatever, she decaps three people, uh, gets directions to where their like head head camp is, and flies over there and immediately gets caught in a net. Yeah, um, they capture her. And why then... do they have a net that's that big? Well, why not? Different question. Yeah, who knows? Right. Uh, th- the the metal hand guy comes out and says, "I, I want her bound and and tortured." They strip her. It's like. Guys, do you know how long Why? it takes her Why? to put clothes on? Yeah, that's that. We do, don't. Do, do you think? Do you I think mean, it took in that outfit, was it really necessary? <laughs> what was that, Greg? Do you think it took forty minutes to get the clothes off? Yes, of course it did. <laughs> they were like, "Man, this stuff is clinging to your skin, lady." This is well, that one goes over that and shoulder. It just, it just sounds like when you sit on a on a leather couch in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's just that that squeak over and over again. No, it just. <laughs> It'd be so much easier if we could just turn these inside out and peel them off. It's right, so right. much faster. Right. If this, if she was a fruit by the foot, this, this would have been off already. It's so thankfully we're spared that forty-minute right. scene of, of them getting the clothes off. So um, they torture yeah, her. They, they whip her a bunch of times and toss her into a pit, and then give her her clothes back. Why did which you take I don't them? Understand at all. Because I, I see, I I'd forgotten this part, and I thought it was going to be like, oh, here's your stuff. We're going to send out a monster to fight you. No, that doesn't happen. No, right. No, it's just, here's everything back. Oh, I hope she doesn't use it to kill us. Yeah, well, uh-oh. Um, we're so incompetent, we can't kill her bird, which escapes, swoops in, picks her up, and flies off. And this is where I'm convinced the warrior is really that bird, not her. Um, she slowly fights the guy with the hand. Again, this, everything in the scene, the the reason this scene is 20 minutes is because everything takes forever. He puts on his blade for a hand and they, they're cutting each other up. Like I said, they fight. Um, And and who who saves the day, Paul? The bird saves the day. Yeah. Yeah, of course it did. Uh, the, the warrior woman takes the guy's bladed hand and just like jams it into his chest and then punches him. Yeah. And then this is when the orb floats. Uh, no, she gets back on the bird and she flies they to the fly volcano. Into the volcano where the orb is. Right. And now there's this. It, it starts going back and forth between like the house and and the warrior. Correct. What 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 happens is she flies into the volcano, puts the sword up, and is like struck by lightning, which also kills the orb. This is the part I don't I don't understand. Now it cuts back to where that girl is. Yeah, uh, that, that we've who's been talking to the orb the whole time, the little girl, and the orb is like also getting blown up. Well, like, I don't understand so what happened. I'll tell you, I kind of got this, and I don't know if this is one hundred percent, but this is what I took from it. It's not. At the beginning, the orb doesn't kill the girl because he keeps saying, you're special, you're different. I need to tell you my story because it's important when I destroy your race that you know because you're special. He says it like four or five times right at the beginning. I think what happened is, and because the voiceover right after pretty much makes it sound like this is a cyclical thing. So I think he was telling her yeah. how he could be killed with lightning because that, like you said, that's key throughout all these things. So yeah. he's telling her she'll eventually grow up to kill him. Ergo, Janeway effect. Okay, <laughs> sounds good to me. I guess right. Hey, so it. Hey, anyway, it's good. It blows up. Yeah, <laughs> and the girl is fine. The bird arrives from the previous. That's what I mean. Right. Right, thing. exactly. So and they just kind of fly together? off. 
Right, so that's what uh, I mean. The house I think blows she's the up, which is the house blows up, but it was clearly a miniature that they built. And I know, blew right? It up. That was so weird. It's super weird. Yeah, I get it though. Way faster than animating something. Oh, but like still, that. I mean, but it's you very put all jarring. that effort into animation. Why, you know? Anyway, and that's it. That's the end of heavy metal. We are played out by Devo's working in a coal mine. Weird choice for end credit music. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Willow, Paul, what's the body count in this film? Thirty-six. Okay, well, I, yeah, I mean, it's some. I mean, on screen, probably like sixty. But I, I mean, there are whole worlds well, that are wiped out. No, 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 no. On screen, on screen deaths. On screen. Yeah, pro- sixty-three. Sixty-three. Okay, Willow, what did you say? Thirty-six. 36. Your dad switched it and said 63. I didn't uh, Paul wins this round. 69 is the, the on-screen body count. Of course it would be. Yeah, I know. Because 13-year-olds <laughs> wrote this movie. Yes, a 13-year-old. No, we need one more. It'll be funny. It'll be, funny. <laughs> It'll be so funny if anybody ever counts this in, in 2017. <laughs> so, there you go. Paul. Ah, you got to go first. Rad. I did the last one. Oh, yeah, I'll go first. Was this film rad? Oh, this film was rad. It was insanely rad in the 80s, yes. Of course it was. Of course. I mean, there wasn't a lot of animation that was geared for adults, even in the 70s when when that sort of thing was pretty popular. Oh, come on, Fritz the Cat? But I'm saying, name another one. Like, you can't. That's it. I did. Street Fighter, I guess, maybe? Street Fight or whatever it's called? And it doesn't doesn't matter. There's barely any. There's barely any. This this is one of the few that was made, you know, in America, North America, Yes, this movie was super rad. It was it was space agey and and just fantasy and super super cool. Super big on the home video market. Uh, super big. Not really on TV ever. I can never remember really? this being on TV. Can you? No, no. I I watched this on VHS. My buddy had got um, same way. I think his brother. I, I think I, his I brother rented it or had it. Yeah. Which this this actually was semi hard to find because of all the music rights in it. So it only got I think one or two releases, and that was it. Because they couldn't get the music rights again after that. Uh, is this film rad today? Oh my god, I wish I could tell you yes, but it is not. It is not aged well. <laughs> I love this movie. It is not rad, though. I love it for its nostalgia factor, and I've got a soft spot in my heart for animation, but no. No, this film is not rad. It's got a lot of problems. Now please name six of them. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. We kind of went through it. No, she wants you to name six, because remember we the laundry list we want her to give? Oh, uh, okay. Um, the pacing problems, I would say you've got animation problems with uh, some really good animation. Uh, it's kind of right next to really bad animation. Plot holes. You have stories in here that do not need to be in here. Yeah, plot holes, uh, character which, which, which would be the third one. Yeah, and I and I would say over. Um, I would say live action mixed with animation is also a bad problem. And, I mean, all the other stuff I would point out, Willow, would honestly just be plot plot and pacing yeah so i'm the opposite i i knew this was a cult film i don't know if it see we kind of go back and forth on what we consider rad i i probably wouldn't have considered this rad so much as cultish i mean it's a movie that was probably very underground popular but honestly until i got into my teens i didn't even know about this movie so it might have been, I guess, rad in that sense, but I'm not quite sure. By the time I watched it, I was kind of, like, already into, like, stuff like that. Like, we were talking about, like, with Akira. You know, that was a movie I watched in my teen years and stuff like that, so. I, I definitely saw this in the 90s. I definitely did not see this. In the no, 90s. I, I never saw this in, in, definitely in the 80s. But, that being said, is it rad now? I'm with you. There are parts of this there are a couple of these stories that I like. Um, I, as as childish as as Den is in, in in that the dorks one, it's funny. It's interesting. I think it's kind of cool in that respect. The last one just takes so long to get through. I love the story and the and the, and the idea. Just takes so long to get through it that you kind of get bored. Um, I think the, the, the last one is like so quintessentially heavy metal where it's fantasy mixed with sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Th- th- that tell. is like, that is what I think of when I think of heavy metal. Well, I mean, that's the cover. I mean, that's, that was the poster and the cover and all right. that. It's this right. woman on a bird. So I kind of get it. 
But yeah, I'm with you. For that bird. What's that? At least she had a top on when she made the cover. She did. Well, that's probably because she legally had to. Yeah, Um, Willow barely. She barely. Yeah, barely. Barely. (laughs) Um, but I'm with you. I don't think it's rad now, and it's for the same reason. It doesn't hold up well. The the two or three good parts to it don't really hold on to the 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 parts that aren't. So, um, unfortunately, that that's for me. Willow. I think we all kind of know where you're going to go with this, um, mostly just because it's from 1980s. But <laughs> what, what what would you say? Is this rad? No, it's Dar. It, it is now, yes, It is Dar. Dar. Like, it just had, like, I was lost and confused because I didn't know what was happening. And it was like that guy at, at GameStop that wouldn't stop talking about his dumb life that no one cares about. I mean, I'm sure someone out there may care about it, but we certainly don't. <laughs> Yeah, I I will say this. If I had watched this by myself, I probably would have turned it off halfway through. It was because Willow was there and we were kind of like, we had that kind of like, especially every time Boob showed up. We were just like, it was half, we were half glad and half mortified every time. So, yeah, it it was a tough watch, unfortunately. Ah, that brings us to the end. So we, of course, thank our our ever Mr. Mr. Bibbs, our continued patron um if you, you like are to, the best you are and if you'd like to be a patron like mr bibbs and get your name on the, the podcast here just go to this was rad.podbean.com click the green, green button called become a patron you can of course follow us on twitter and facebook and instagram and all that fun stuff interact with us if you want to reply uh we've getting more replies on facebook um, we and, are, and Twitter, we are, which is which always is good. Fun. Um, we're we're getting a lot of followers on Twitter. We we don't have a lot of Twitter followers and stuff, but we've been steadily climbing, which is good. Yeah. I'll take I'll take steady over not getting anything at all. So. Yeah. Um, so that's been good, and uh, of course we just continue to keep trucking along. Um, now we just this is episode ninety one, and we are going to be coming up to. It's not exactly two years, but episode one hundred is going to be right around there. And oh, this is. I think this is episode 90. No, this is 91. No, you're right. It's 91. <laughs> it's okay. Really? I'll edit it so, it, so you don't sound... <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> so, he won't really edit uh, it. So episode 100 is coming no, around. No, no, no. That's not getting um, edited. I know. It's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Episode 100, that is not... It doesn't hit us exactly one year, right? 104 would be actual two years. Okay. So it's going to be close. Episode 100, people always care a lot about. So let's go with that one. Yep, triple digits. And it's going to be a doozy. And as we kind of go along, I think what I'm going to do is we'll we'll give little hints. And I think I might drop little bits as we get toward it. Um, It is this, yeah, without without giving it away, this was a a very impactful film for both Paul and I growing up. Very, very, very much. This this is... um, The title reminds me of my mom. That's a great hint, because that makes no sense. That's great. That's fantastic. I know, right? But hey, this is the end of April uh, Animation April. It's over. That's it. And we We got through it, guys. We did four. Like we said we we would. We did four. We did. Oh, I'm so proud of us. Can we do a good movie now? Oh, yeah. No, we totally will. What we're going to do is is Fright Night. Yeah. I think it's about vampires. 80s ones. Yes, 80s vampires. Fright Night. So the eighties fright night. So here's not the thing: the, not the two thousand fright. Night. It could be Lost Boys, <laughs> or it could be something else. We'll we'll find out. <laughs> An eighties vampire movie? Yeah. If it's not Lost Boys, it's probably what is it? Nightbreed? Is that the other one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's probably one of those. Okay, let's finish it up. End this podcast. I am Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. See you guys. Oh, typical robot. First Earth chick we see in 10 years, and he's got to make a play for her.